Welcome back to Backstage with At Joy Leah. Today, I have um, somebody special that is on the podcast with me. His name is Ryan Dunn, and he is owner of the beverage drink called Basil Me. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? As she mentioned, Basil Me is in the house. How are you? Hey, everything is good. Everything is good. So... We're just going to go right into it because I know you are a very busy man, so I want to go ahead and ask the questions that I can ask you while I got you. So, who is um, Ryan? Ryan. Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Last name Dylan from Augusta, Georgia. I guess a country boy. Um, Augusta isn't as country as people would think, but I would have to add into it the fact that I was raised also in the, in the summertime and before we moved to Augusta in Washington County. I don't know if many people have heard of that, but it's uh, kind of what we had pigs in our backyards as uh, as kids, and uh, they stunk. But I uh, <laughs> left left there thanks to my dad and made it to Augusta, and from there graduated high school in '99. Came to Clark Atlanta that same year, and uh, I guess the rest was history, if that's allowed. Yeah, yeah. So. Ryan, so I see you went to Clark. Did you graduate? <laughs> <laughs> I did graduate. Excellent question. Excellent question. I, I cannot, I deny that it was an excellent question. And I it was. Um, yeah, because I've, I've, I've been asked before, mainly from males that hear the stories about HBCUs and the, I guess the fun and the things that can occur and uh, being inside of that not even a quadrant, but at the time it was six of us. I know ITC, Spellman, Morris Brown, Clark Atlanta, yeah. Clark School of Medicine, and I think one other school I'm probably missing. But nevertheless, it was a time where the ratio was definitely on the <laughs> deeper side of the of the female versus the male. And that was <laughs> a great time, but I did get out of there. I won't say we're flying colors, uh, but I got out of there. That's just good. Say that. <laughs> that is good. So yes, thank you. That I'm, I'm guessing that helped a lot with um, your business and everything that you got going on. Oh, for sure. Marketing was uh, my major, so yeah, uh, I of course didn't qualify for the marketing jobs, if you will, initially coming out of college because it's a fair competitive market. If you don't have anything but a bachelor's, you probably will get pushed into a sales gig, and I wasn't really trying to go there. 
Um, so nevertheless, I uh, still obtained that, that degree. And now that I'm in an entrepreneurship platform or on an entrepreneurship platform, it's super, super useful because, you know, the world is marketing. Although we, we've kind of been jumping some hurdles in business um, due to what's been going on with COVID. But uh, for the most part, marketing plays a huge, huge, huge aspect in what, in what we have to do over here. I understand that because you got to market your business. I got my degree in marketing too, so I know how and everything you got to do. So, um, how did you get into the, um, you know, the health and beverage industry? Well, that was something that was just very organic. I was actually coming back to Atlanta. So, I lived in North Carolina for about a year in Charlotte. I moved there to pursue a um, director position managing a drug-free program there. It was super cool. Um, it allowed me to kind of maintain this lifestyle I had kind of established with being a nomad because the year prior, I was working with Pepsi. The year and a half prior, working with Pepsi as a road manager. So it required us to be on the road um, over 70 to 80% of the time, depending on your region. So that was kind of cool to me, being a single guy, no kids, you know, being able to really use this marketing degree um, efficiently, if you will. So it was kind of rough at the time because I was actually working with kids with a mentor program that I started that was connected to a food bank. And it was hard to leave them and take this job with Pepsi because, again, I didn't take a marketing job. I actually started working in mental health. So working with these kids, I, I, I didn't think that leaving them would be the best idea. Uh, but naturally, I had a team, and they were like, hey, go ahead and take the job. And I didn't know that was going to be what would, what would be the birth of Basil Me. Wow. Um, this is kind of in hindsight. But, yeah, I was literally on the road with Pepsi asking people, do they want to taste this new beverage that it was Lipton iced tea and Pepsi, Pepsi owns Lipton. And it was a sparkling beverage and peach, like an original flavor, and like uh, another flavor, raspberry. And I would be on the road talking to complete strangers in these different markets, whether it be show openings, whether it be Walmart uh, openings, whether it be the Rose Festival in Portland, whether it be the Mardi Gras in New Orleans. We would be out there giving away free samples, saying, hey, would you like to try this new Lips and Sparkling Iced Tea? Not knowing anywhere in my mind that Three years later, wow. I'll be doing that exact same thing. For your own company. Um, for my own. So it's just, you know, following what what was being said. But you can't hear it if there's a lot of noise going on. Um, but that's that's naturally what had occurred. I got involved into it uh, by working with kids initially, getting a job with Pepsi, going on the road, coming off the road where I was working with kids that they were actually building a greenhouse doing aquaponics. That was the, the next seed that was planted because that allowed me to dig into what was what, what I felt like the issue was. Our kids not being able to access um, fresh fruits and vegetables at local stores versus convenience stores and just offer snacks and chips and sodas, things of that nature. Right. So aquaponics, being able to produce your own food, um, and literally in your backyard or in your kitchen, I feel like that was the wave of the future, and that was something that I, I kind of pursued. Having gone to Charlotte, managing that drug free mention program, coming back, 
Oh, it's an aquaponics system being built in the backyard of where I started a mentoring program, which had the food bank attached to it. So it kind of shifted the gears. Before the food bank, we just had like food that was almost on the end of you know of its life cycle that they would give away. Right. And now they're talking aquaponics, where they're talking fresh, fresh vegetation and harvest off of the plant. I'm like, wow, it's in its own bankhead. So I'm like, well. It's needed here, you yeah. know, and um, and it just went from there. And literally, I got certified in aquaponics, not there, but in uh, Hamilton Road at Ambassadors, uh, Andrew J. Young's YMCA. And, um, yeah, I really felt like that was the way for the future, being able to teach kids at a time where obesity, child obesity is at, a, at its absolute highest, uh, child diabetes at its absolute highest. Um, why not teach them how to somehow avoid these these ailments that they're, you know, rapidly speeding towards? So aquaponics it was. Put my life and time into that, only to find out I didn't have a job at the end of it. Uh, no one knew I, no one knew what the hell aquaponics was. <laughs> uh, I mean, look it up. Anybody who's listening, tune in. Who's tuned in? Uh, aqua like water, A-Q-U-A, ponic like hydroponic. And literally, I was growing all types of vegetation. Um, I'm talking wow. about lettuce. I'm talking okra. I'm talking uh, watermelon, squash, basil, mint. Where were you growing this stuff at? In a greenhouse on Camelton Road. Oh, I mean, okay. And, and it's crazy. People go in and out of that, that Camelton Road YMCA that have been members for forever, and some have never gone. Never to known about house. it. And the aquaponic system is right there on the inside. And we're talking about something that can be built a third of an acre can out, a third of an acre of aquaponics can outdo 10 acres of traditional farming. Wow. So we're talking about small amount of space, no, no real carbon footprint. Um, it's just a lot of different things that are, uh, like futuristic associated with it that can get us there, which we have to know that. If we look at where time is going, we have to find out where we're going to get our food from anyway. If we want to have it traditionally, right? Because the the land has been has been so chemically imbued with, you know, fertilizer and all these other chemicals over time that it's not as fertile as it was. So we got to find other ways of doing it. And with aquaponics, everything grows out of the water. So literally, here I am talking all this science. A guy who almost didn't graduate high school because of chemistry. I hated it. And here I am, full circle, talking only science. Wow. That, that's what it is. The nitrifying bacteria of fish waste is what creates plant growth. <laughs> I mean, it's an ecosystem. Yeah. So teaching kids how to teach them, grow their own food, that's where basically came from. But unfortunately, no one understood aquaponics, which pushed me into a corner where I had to figure out what I was going to do in my life. It's a very capitalistic world and you have to know that these things we call bills are real so you have to be able to pay them and aquaponics feels good I loved it it was dear, near and dear to my heart it felt you know good to be in a space that was quiet and in the mornings feeding fish and harvesting plants but it wasn't putting money in my pocket Right. so what I did I just started to experiment what was growing and two of the main things I had growing out of everything was mint and basil and um yeah i know it's a long answer but that's where <laughs> me came from <laughs> like that's literally where but I, I didn't dream of having a beverage yeah. company i didn't have a lemonade stand no These but were tri- trials and errors right <laughs> but that's like man in america 
that's good information right there because it's really, you know, letting people know that it's it did, it wasn't like it just fell in your hands. Well, it kind of actually does what you hear it. It kind, but it was a lot that you went through to get to that actual point of you realizing this is I can do this. What I need to be doing. Right, right, and the whole um, aquapodra, um I, I can't even say it right, aquaponics, aquaponics, that is like just so amazing, I mean, because I, you know, I'm not aquaponics or anything like that, but I like grow simple um, green, um, green onions and stuff and water, I didn't know it was a whole science behind it, and that people are yes. out here doing what you're doing, you know, I'm just doing it just to have some extra garnish and don't want to buy no more. Um, <laughs> oh, trying to save some money because I could easily just pick it right there. But wow, that is so interesting. You've made a whole career out of it. And I mean, you're doing your marketing thing, but that too, that, whew, that is, that's a blessing right there. And then it kind of all goes hands, hands with you being from the South and, you know, farmland oh, and everything yes. like that. Yes, yes, it's all tied in. And that's why I tell people when they ask me about, oh, how did it get here? I mean, it's several ways, but you definitely have to tap into what's already available. And where you come from, obviously, is available. And so, no, I didn't go find grandma's old cookbook or anything like that. But we, we got to understand that this is the place where a lot of farming went on, right? And people who look like us did that for, for years on end. I think we got away from it, trying to sit at the table with people who don't look like us. Um, but, you know, I digress there. I just know that it's agriculturally a, a innate ability within our people to be able to go to the root, go to the soil, go to the land, and find that healing, find that nutrient, find that vitamin, find that mineral. These are real things. So, wow. yes, and then, and then my wife is a, is a nurse, so. time in my life in Atlanta than I have in Augusta where I'm from and obviously past that in this country town called Harrison where I was raised in the summer but here I am in Atlanta Georgia clearly in an aquaponic system that has basil where like I was kind of like the guy on Forrest Gump that had shrimp that's how I was with the basil I had tall basil I had sweet basil I had Thai basil I had purple basil I had Lemon basil, I had cinnamon basil, I, I, I had basil. <laughs> and then I did a little research and I found out that basil is a natural anti inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, antispasmodic, 
antifungal, uh, and, and a lot of other things. I'm like, wow, it, the anti-inflammatory stands out the most. Right. Because inflammation affects us all in certain, certain in areas, yeah. ways. Certain areas, different ways. And I'm like, okay, so when I come home and I, I'm experimenting with this basil, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, you, so it, I haven't told the story in a while because of COVID, but I was experimenting naturally with the mint first because of the strong and experiment smell you get from that Wrigley's gum you get for a quarter, right? Right. So I made what would be a mint water because I would work out at this YMCA and after I would work out at like 6 or 7 in the morning, I would go to intense the greenhouse. But prior to that, I would see the older folks who would work out as well very early. But before I would go out, I would see them in the foyer area drinking coffee together, just talking. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, man, coffee, like, it's good that it's working out, but they're drinking coffee. Like, I'm not a coffee drinker, obviously, but I'm not knocking coffee drinkers, nor am I knocking coffee. Mm-hmm. I want the listeners to turn me off after that. But I knew the options were good. A, B, I know that as we age, sometimes digestion serves as a challenge. So I'm thinking that anything I use from the greenhouse, if you consume it, and we're older, or younger, middle age, it's going to assist that digestive system. So I made a mint water. I took a pound of mint, chopped it, harvested, put it in, you know, clean it, washed it, yeah. put it into a two-gallon jug and let it infuse naturally. At the time, just my lady, now my wife, on her counter in Clayton County, Riverdale, naturally infused overnight and then took it to the water the next day and I chilled it early and then I brought it out and set it strategically next to the coffee. I kid you not. I to put a sign out of anything. I did this for five days in a row. Like I had like a hypothesis. Out. Like this is a guy who almost failed chemistry. Let's not forget. It's <laughs> proud. God rest our soul. Um so five days in a row, guess what happened? Two gallons of water in tea. I'm like, okay. Third day in, which is a Wednesday, somebody comes up to me, a lady says, hey, you made that mint water? I was like, yeah, what's it to you? She was like, um, it's very refreshing. But every time I drink it, I have to go to the bathroom 10 minutes later. Oh, taboo conversation. <laughs> but in my mind, check. Right, like, right. All right, I was right one time on the science side, ain't it? So I'm like, okay, so I naturally started to experiment with the basil because that was what was next. And I thought to make a basil and eggs, somebody was like, try agave. I was like, the guava? I was like, no, agave. I do my research on that. It turns out that's the lowest glycemic index of sweetener you can find that is natural, just like an aloe plant. You will peel the, aloe, the, the plant back and inside is aloe. You can scrape that. Same thing with a cactus plant, agave. I'm like, okay, I'll look for that. And it was like, try the ginger. I was like, all right, the sprinkle ginger. They was like, no, try the, 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 the root. We were talking about the root. I'm like, yeah, of course. I didn't know what the hell that was. <laughs> and I got to the farmer's market. I was like, yeah, I got ginger root. They was like, yeah, they showed me that ginger root. I slapped it in my hand. I'm looking at that ginger root, that ginger root, looking at me. I'm like, the hell is this? It's like, uh, and I'm like, I'm making, I guess I'm making lemonade, but how am I going to get the so ginger. I, I remember <laughs> me talking about a Clark Atlanta school, a small school called Clark Atlanta. They said, okay, I'm, I'm going to find a way to make it. <laughs> 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 right now, it don't look like it's going to go into a drink. But 
let's figure this out. Right. And and that's what happened. So after I got it in there, it, it turns out my wife is Jamaican and she don't like the ginger taste really, really. Not like deep. So when I was, you know, experimenting early on, she no, nah, not so. So when I got like, like literally I had turned into like experimentation because when it occurred, when I did the five days in a row with the, lim- with the basil lemonade after, you know, trying to ginger that next week, I haven't make anything at all. So I did a week of water and then a week of the lemonade and then a week of nothing. That week of nothing had people like this. I was looking. Like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> so guess who comes to and literally I spent the whole week, the last two weeks just it just a kid, right? Scientist type stuff. Like the dude who I managed with was out of town in Nigeria, left this whole thing with me. $50,000 system 15 days in a row what is the kid with the best toy on the block going to do with it when his parents are gone yeah, he's going to play with it right and that's when basil me was actually created so literally people came to the greenhouse that following week like yo is it going to be some lemonade yo that lemon that, that juice <laughs> I'm like oh you want a lemonade oh come on to the greenhouse because you can make it too that's what I'm here for. Right. Oh, listen, I'm like, look at this basil. Take this purple basil. And it was like, yeah, that's nice. Can, but can you make it for me? <laughs> right. They don't want to make it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Next person comes in, same thing. You make that lemonade? I'm like, well, what's it to you? It's like, man, it was good. I'm like, but you remember, I never used any sugar because it's, remember, my guinea pig population that didn't know they were guinea pigs at the time. You know, I didn't want to be on the book saying, I don't think jail <laughs> and having to tell my mom that I done raised these folks blood sugars and they don't call right. me and somehow I had broken it and here I am so I never used the processed sugar so when people were coming back that following week that second person was like hey man this, this is really good can you make it for me I'm like it was really good I'm like this is interesting try to tell that person it was like yeah okay and they kind of took some basil I think went with it boom third person comes in hey man can you make it for me like, is this a setup? Oh my god. Nah. I, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was like, and that, it was like, ding. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm gonna be honest. I, I, so at that time, I felt like, dang, how am I going to ensure that what he got from me was, was, was exactly what was worth what he's willing to pay me for? Right. Right? So I started to think of my younger days. Uh, this, you know, when I sold other things, right? Illegitimately. <laughs> and I was like, I went about two scales. One where I can weigh big things and one where I can weigh down to the zero point of a tenth. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, light track. <laughs> and, and that's when I was telling about the story about my wife not liking ginger because I'm having to weigh small things. She don't like a lot of ginger. So I'm getting into the tune of what God is the, the, getting into the tune of the beat of where God is trying to have me dance. Wow. And in my mind, I'm like, nigga, ain't about to be no lemonade, man. Who the hell? I'm <laughs> in college. I got a degree. I'm starting on a product. I'm a director. I don't work out of town. I don't work on the road. Who about to sell lemonade? But, I mean, you came up with, like, the chemical formula. Like, you over here, like, um, famous Amos. You know what I'm saying? You can't. <laughs> 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 I mean, but I, all that stuff came to play. It really sounds like from the illegitimate stuff you was doing to the school stuff to the 
not what everything you didn't know with chemistry and even from when you were saying like you know i had raspberry basil this basil. you sound like bubble gum like you had every flavor you know like you was over there just growing it but you you from growing it you it's like 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 how you said about god it was it's like you got a vineyard from it you didn't just get uh you know just a little something from it, you, right? You, that's real. Literally, what, what the, I think I saw TD Jakes and Stephen Furtick. So it's so crazy. Stephen Furtick, I don't know if you know what that is. The white pastor out of Charlotte, but he has like all these locations. When I, when I lived in Charlotte, I actually live at the location where he actually would be. The other people would get like these other preachers. Oh, <laughs> hologram. <type laughs> So, but I, he would be there. So, nevertheless, he like so he would always stand out to me. And I think I really was being able to define what my favorite verse is in Ephesians three twenty through one of his sermons. It was just super dope. But I just saw him in a conversation with TD Jakes, and it was TD Jakes was talking to him about how we pray for the wrong things, right? So, and so we're out here asking God for things like, "Hey God, give me a chair. I really need a chair." God, I need a bed too to just sleep on that. God, give me a table so I can eat my breakfast. And then God is just sitting there this whole time, like I ain't doing that. <laughs> why? But why though? Because I gave you trees. Do it yourself, right? And that was me in that greenhouse. I went through grants, denied proposals. I don't say with the mayor's office at the time. Constituency services. I said, well, the governor's folks, please give me some money for aquaponics. Please, 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 please let me show these kids. They don't even like school no more. They don't like nothing that ain't cool no more. Right. And guess what? Education is in that little uncool pool, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So give me some money to be a director of this program to teach these kids aquaponics. These folks is like, oh, this little black guy. <laughs> But guess what I was doing? Praying for the wrong thing. Right. God is sitting there watching this whole thing go down. What I told you just, you, you heard the reference you gave back. Bubba Gump. God is like, why in the H E double hockey sticks is this Negro asking me for funds to fund aquaponics? I'm going to give this Negro all this baby. Right. Right. I was like, and and look at you, I mean that that's Man. I mean, and I've never you know I've you have some drinks and stuff like that, but I personally like basil. basil. You know, I I have a little basil plant too, so that's what's up. you know, like it, it ain't it. I, I I I'm I'm just so in awe of what you have came up with from this simple plant. Very simple. You know, and I didn't even know all the stuff that you just explained that was um, inside of it because I just cook with it um, because I like Italian food. But I never thought about the inflammation and everything that you were saying. Now I'm going to go and research a little bit more about what's in basil, garlic, all this stuff, you know, because it's really interesting. I mean, that's that's actually the next part that, you know, I want to talk to you about. We're going to take a little break, but yeah, I want to get into the blacks and agriculture and, you know, how more people could get into that and why we have walked away from it. Because, I mean, listening to you right now, it just sounds so interesting. It's not just 
out there putting the seed in the ground, it don't sound like. It's a science, a method to this. <laughs> so I'm gonna, so let me just take a little break, and then we'll come right back in about a second or so, and we'll take it from there. are going to get into this um, black and agriculture thing. Um, one of the reasons why I really wanted um, Ryan on my show, not necessarily just to talk about um, his wonderful beverage, Basil Me, but it really stood out to me about what he was doing in the community and how he was agriculturally um, you know, this new renaissance man to me, it sounds like. So I wanted to, you know, talk to him about, you know, farming and, you know, everything he was doing. He basically explained it and why he really got into it. But one question I really wanted to know is why, you know, why blacks in the cities and like you said, these kids, why don't, why do you think we don't know about this type stuff or are not more involved in it? Um, I just think it's at a, a time where we we know too much about everything. A little, I mean, maybe it's a little, maybe it's a lot. We just know something about everything. And I think that wasn't the case. Obviously, it was not the case before. So things of importance, I think, have taken a back seat to things that we need to be more um, kind of centered towards. Farming is something that we've always done, I think, since the earlier days. I know since the earlier days. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, I think that's something we've gotten away from as people trying to do things differently on an economic scale versus sticking with it. So when I first got involved with aquaponics, I knew from the jump that was something that wasn't very common because being at the Ambassador Andrew Young's um, YMCA, it would be people come through there that we would connect with. I would be down at the foundation managing the system that was in his office, actually indoors with a glow light that was still producing a lot of bib lettuce, Swiss chard. Um, it was an amazing thing with just three tilapia. But I was <laughs> able to connect with people that were in the agricultural industry, and it was a group of, I think, a 100 farmers, like a 100 black farmers. I think all in Georgia that were part of this coalition – that would just share information and knowledge through this pipeline that they would connect on probably weekly, bi-weekly. None of them did aquaponics. Not one. 
Now, aquaponics isn't something that's new. It's been around for ages, and it's going to be around for more ages. I thought it would become popular. Of course, when I put my hands on it, I was wrong. Wow. Now I may be able to revisit those conversations because why I it has been a product created from aquaponics. Yeah. So this is my conversation going into these conversations in these dialogues with the schools saying, hey, not only do you want to purchase a no processed sugar, no empty calorie, all natural basil lemonade, but we also can talk about getting you a small aquaponic system set up to address all stem and steam associated um, platforms when it comes to that type of um, state standard when you're teaching science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Wow. All of that comes through aquaponics. And they were very in tune to that beat. Unfortunately, COVID happened, right? But it's all God's plan. Yeah. Um, American Heart Association has, has decided to partner up with me. Um, wow. And now that we have this, it's looking more community-based versus school because even they may have downsized a bit. But just check out um, the documentary that we did together. Um, guys, all those who are listening, it's called um, Take Me Home, Chapter 3. It shows two things. One is a teaser about two minutes long, uh, showing and documenting uh, what would to be the, the series that we are, we both partnered on together, uh, which is about 10 to 12 minutes long. Um, Take Me Home, Chapter 3. It's a full version of it. And it, it shows me being on our alma mater's campus, Clark Atlanta, inside the greenhouse, talking to, you know, young young adults. Um, but yeah, it's it was a real thing, and it, and I was a little sour about it. But you know, I don't really get too high on the highs or low on the lows because you know you can't really be mad about what you can't control. Right. But you know, I knew that that was a plan that was happening in conjunction with the Georgia Aquarium. In conjunction with possibly Crayola, just really, <laughs> just taking education to a new level. So just stay and stay tuned because I'm still knocking <laughs> on doors when it comes to that. Um, but but ideally, it was what I knew should be the forefront of education anyway. Hands on, fun stuff, high energy, actually moving, living and breathing parts, elements. Like it, that's, that's, that's what education needs to be. Yeah. Education has gotten so antiquated (laughs) where it's just not even funny. Right. Um, But, but, but aquaponics is that next level, um, just 22nd century teaching of (laughs) what it would mean to really make it work for the wow. next the next the next group of our you know upcoming generation. Families. Wow. That's interesting. So say somebody's listening to the show right now and they want to get involved with aquaponics and learn more about it. How would they actually, you know, besides the information that you gave how would they do that? Besides, you know, because it seems like you were one of the f- founding fathers, or you know, one of the beginning people who got involved in it. But somebody younger, what what would they have to do? Well, I would say Google it. I mean, not this is like a cop out answer, but that would give you at least some insight. Number one, on what it is. I mean, obviously, you can Google the definition, but you need to see a visual, and the visual will show you people at home that that have taken. IBC totes and, and converted them into aquaponic systems. People have taken their 
fish tanks at home, 10 gallon, 50 gallon, convert them into aquaponic systems. Because, wow. Yeah, you, you have to have, so it's just like when you go to a lake and you see a plant floating across the water, right? You, you just in a lake or a pond and you see, a, like, even if it's a lily, you've seen that, right? Yeah. How does that plant get there? How is that plant living on the surface of the water? How does that the case? Who me? Do you know? You. Um, I'm thinking. thinking, I'm thinking the root is hydrated. Good, 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 excellent job. That is one (laughs) of the two. People are sometimes like, they never really get it right, and it's not their fault. I mean, I I would have gotten it right. But <laughs> it has to be a like you get like the two thousand dollar question. It has to be a root system. A and B has to be something feeding that root system. Okay. And what is feeding that root system? Fish waste. Just From like when we fertilize the ground, what? Do oh, we use? um, um, cow waste. Cow waste, cow manure. The yeah, plant, as the kids say. Right. So how would we fertilize plants in the aquaponic system? With fish waste. Fish waste. So fish create waste in the water. Waste goes through a filtration system in the water. That waste goes through a filtration system where it stops the big stuff. The nutrients and stuff continue on. It goes through a two-step chemical process where it breaks down from from nitrites to nitrates, and then that comes into the nitrifying bacteria that the plants need for growth. So in our system, you have the pond, you have a pipe, you have a filter, uh-huh. you have another pipe, and then you have all these grow beds with plants planted in them. Not in the same spot as where the fish are swimming. Remember, filtration okay. system, PVC pipe, another system, uh-huh. filtration system, PVC pipe, then filters into where the plants are growing. The plants are, the plant roots are sitting in water all day long. So it's not any spells of dryness. The roots aren't experiencing dry root. They're constantly doing this in the water. You can literally pick a plant up out of water. In an aquaponic system and see the root system. They'll see the roots long like that. And put it back in. Wow. So what happens after it flows through every plant, boom, 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 every bed. You know what? It swishes back around and goes where? Back to the water. fish are. Yeah. Clean water and oxygen. It's an ecosystem. So the plants clean the water for the fish, give it back to them. Clean water and oxygen. So yeah. these, so these people with the these aquariums that turned them into, you know, an aqua center, is are, are fish in there? Yes. Oh, wow! It, 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 you're saying where you can actually see like greenery and vegetation and stuff growing? Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, the Georgia Aquarium right here in Atlanta, Georgia, if they wanted to. They could have plants popping up out of the freaking concrete in Ivan Allen on Ivan Allen Boulevard. Wow! They, who, who has more fish waste <laughs> in in Georgia right now? You're right. That's interesting. So now right. you see. Now I have to tell one of my friends who I know has been gardening. They bought some fish oil. They using it for the wrong thing. They need to be using it in their aqua garden. But that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> that's a, Cause that is very interesting. Cause people need help when it comes to this gardening. And you seem like you got it down packed to 
I mean, like you said, to a few futuristic, it's like, I'm not using the ground. I'm using, <laughs> I'm using all other type of stuff to grow the, this, yeah. does it, and you, you explained it grows 10 times quicker, it seems like. So, good, good observation. So, it grows, um, about two to three times faster than traditional farming. So, we're talking, uh, from seed to germination to actual, say, full head of lettuce within 40 to 45 days. Wow. Now that's, that's quick. The third of an acre of aquaponics can outdo a ten acre. Right. Farm. Yep. You did right. say that. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna have to learn more about this aquaponics because please do. Tell this, friend tell friend. This ain't just this this because one thing we have to realize, and especially what you said, we don't know where these foods are coming from and what's going on in this economy. Something could easily come up with all the meat be contaminated or, you know, God forbid. And God we have forbid. to. God's grace. I know, right? And I'm not vegetarian. Let's not, our listeners out there. I am not. <laughs> no. He said, I'm I not. Think, I'm not. Yesterday. <laughs> he said, I eat Look, meat. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't just. I mean, obviously, I'm not the most. I'm not the saddest guy <laughs> respectfully but you know I, I feel like you just everything comes in steps you're not going to change your whole life in one fell swoop but basil me is, is is a step in the right direction because it doesn't have processed sugar and right you guys know out there but if you cut out processed sugar alone totally alone that's a pound that you lose a day for those who are trying to lose weight right they're going to be like oh and then, and then right no it's there, true it's true it was out to fight but a no processed sugar, pound a day. So you do thirty days, no nope, none now. None. 30 days, guess what? You lost thirty pounds. That's true, but people don't realize what other stuff has sugar in it. Because you could be drinking, uh, you know, certain drinks, and you thinking, oh, I'm not actually having a piece of cake, but you had that drink I have three thousand grams of sugar in there or something like that, or you know, even either bread, you know, simple stuff that people don't realize have sugar in it or sodium. Yeah. You know, same with water. Same with it. I mean, everything is about taste, which is so crazy. Like I said, somebody's somebody lying. When they told me to taste good, I'm in Georgia. I'm from Georgia. Y'all in Georgia with me. It, it tastes good with no processed sugar. They, this right here, and of course it didn't look like this. He was such a ugly thing. <laughs> I'm like, y'all like this with no... With no sugar yeah. in it? No, but I mean, yes. Yes, and it's lemonade, and it's like you said, you're in the perfect place. They we they, they could mix that with their tea, you know. They could buy a bottle and just you know pour a little bit in with their teas and stuff like that. So, um, I am here for the yeah, I'm here for the basil for the basil me, you know. I am here for the whole brand and how you branding it and how it's all coming about. It it just seems like I don't I don't just see just a beverage. I see so much other stuff that you... Well, that's how I got this. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. I know I'm very subtle with it, but this is why I... Oh, yeah, it said got basil. Yeah, so this is what I... I bought this before I bought this. Really? Yeah, because this wasn't a thing. This was... When I... So... It was just I, the basil thing. It was... So when I realized that two things had occurred, like my wife had come in after I was trying to tone down the ginger... And she came in coughing one night, and I by this time I had been kind of 
bought in, right? So trust and believe. Everything that you're looking for in the world is looking for you. <laughs> but you gotta buy in. So when you buy in and you lean in, guess what? The, the, the universe leans, leans towards so you. You're right I about that. Two skills, and I got serious about in the kitchen whipping like a <laughs> like yeah. a like a magician. <laughs> Cousin of ginger. Right. And she tried it, and I was just trying to see if she tasted ginger. And she was like, oh, this is good. But she didn't send anything about ginger. That was cool. But 10 minutes later, guess what I realized? She hadn't coughed one other time. Wow. From that two swallows. And I was like, hmm, something's up. And when I gave something to my pops, who, you know, at that time his back was hurting, because, you know, my pops, Lord, help him. His back was hurting. Quote unquote, long ago to the government so he can get paid. My mom always said those intentions with that. And I think he did. But nevertheless, I ended up making him some basil because, again, I'm no scientist, but I've read what I've read and I'm saying to myself, if he drink this with those basil bits in it, now you can probably see how it's like little bits in the bottom of that, but like, yeah. when, you, when you don't strain it, it's like crazy. So I'm thinking, like, you need to swallow all the leaves because when those basil bits get into that small intestine, that's that hydrochloric acid break that, you know, you're going to really get the basil. The basil, yeah. What the basil has, you know. So I took it down there to him, you know, in the little jug, got back to the lab. I'm still doing research. I find out the diabetics, which my dad is, should consume basil at least once a week. Wow. The, the, the antioxidants in it. I'm like, Damn, my dad been diabetic for uh, 20 plus years. <laughs> right. And he never heard this. And this is light research. So I'm like, okay. Kept doing more research. I, Thursday comes. I had left Augustus Sunday. Thursday, I found an article that said basil can reduce inflammation in the body by 73% within a 24-hour time frame. Mm. I was like, damn, that's high. That is. So, and obviously, it ain't the world. Everybody's body, you know, makeup is different. But I'm like, somebody did some research somewhere where this is true. So I'm like, let me call him. So I call him like, yo, man, yo, back. That's, that, that's information, man. Like, you know, I'm trying to do the ghetto scientific doctor <laughs> version. Like, okay. Yeah, you black. You know, drink some salt water type of, stuff. Some situations you've had back in the day from being in the Army and these stiffness things that you've experienced and these uh, old muscles and ligaments that have just been sore. It's been uh, anti-inflammatory. These have been inf- inf- inflammation issues. And I, and, I, and I know that's what it is. So I read in the article about the inflammation being reduced, blah, blah, blah. blah. This is read by, dotted by, boom. He was like, wow. I was like, uh, I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man. I, I, that's amazing. I feel great. And I was like, you feel great? Why? why, why? Because, because of that article I read you? He's like, no, nah, because I drank half of that gallon and you left in the refrigerator. Wow. I was like, wait, what? what? Let's FaceTime right now. So we FaceTime and on everything. He did not even have his So the pain was hurting him so bad in his back that he spread to his upper legs. Okay. Right? That's what Mason can do. And then he was kind of hooked. When I FaceTimed this man, he didn't even have his cane that day. Wow. Off the basil. And I was like, Something, something, something's going on. Right. That's when this came. This when this came about. Got basil. I was trying to ask the world. Do y'all? Does anybody else know that? It seemed like they don't. 
No, we, we, I ain't lying. You done got, you done found some. You done found the golden pot over there. And then, but no, my oncologist wife, nurse, was looking at it too. After, she was the first little guinea pig with a, she was like the first, second phase major guinea pig, and so was dead pops. But then when that happened, she was back in the count. She, you know, right. She was just like, and then I started to recognize, I'm like, hold on, this ain't no flavor. This ain't no, I said, this is a brand. Right, right, right. A, so that's when I got this. Got basil. <laughs> was, this, this feeling exists. But lo and behold, three, four days later after that, something super, super spiritual. I mean, I don't know if we got time to get into all that, but it just, <laughs> just kind of clicked, you know, where it was just like, oh, this is what you, you know. This was for you. Yeah, yeah. And look, at, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now because I'm very prophetic. This is. That I've never seen anything like it. Like, it is a phenomenal. You know, I'm telling you, like, people aren't thinking about basil like that. But what that was one of the first plants I bought. And I bought it because that was, they, I needed some basil. And I just bought it at the grocery store because they had the plant. And they didn't have it already cut. So my lazy butt was like, I'm going to just buy this plant. And then my boyfriend planted in the backyard, and I've been eating off of that plant. I mean, I think I want to say I bought it in March. So I've been eating off that plant for the whole pandemic. It's starting to die now, I think. But it's, you know, because the seasons is changing. But I know it's going to come back. You know, that if I had aquaponics, it probably would consider. Trust me, I'm, I'm getting in this aquaponics thing because... I can sit that in the, actually, if not in my house, I can sit it on my porch. So that's something that, you know, I don't necessarily have to keep. Because I got to go buy a lot of fertilizer, a lot of dirt and stuff to mend the grounds in the backyard. But if I can get into this aquaponics, I just need some water and I already got the fish oil. Instead of just sitting in these places, I mean, post, you know, pre-COVID. But just, you know, just... They could, sitting, yeah. They could be doing aquaponics. Not in their house. Run, not having to just hurt their back. Not yep. having the hot sun. Yep. Like, like I mean... They can start intergenerational <laughs> bonding with these hard heads. And guess what? They can pass on recipes to after... To the next generation. Right. <laughs> I'm loving this aquaponics. I'm definitely... We, I mean, we talked, we basiled me. You know, I'm basiled out. He done already got me with the basil, but you got to come back and tell us more about this aquaponics and this um, whole how you get into the aquaponics and, and, and garden. You know, I wouldn't say gardening because it's not gardening. It you, is, well, is it or is it a form of gardening? It's, non, it's non-traditional gardening. Non-traditional like gardening, non-traditional y'all. Farming. Wow, this that black man over here doing this non-traditional gardening from the south. <laughs> you know, you up, you 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 done took what your people gave you, and then took it to the next level, which is so crazy. So, right, what is next? What's next for Basil Me and Got Basil and the whole brand? Ah oh, man, let's see. Like right now, we're about to launch two new flavors. Um, because it's about to be flu season, guys. You gotta prepare. And like, I have a big brother that I promote because he has a product that my whole family, in addition to the basil drinks, which is a tonic, 
that has been just the saving grace for not only Pops fighting his cancer, but a lot of women and these fibroids, uh, this high cholesterol, diabetes. Like, I have to just be a walking billboard of health. So if it's not Benjamin that you promote, definitely something that is within your reach that you need to get within your, your, your system that is treating your body right. Right. So we, we're going to get into these, uh, elderberry, basil meat, elderberry flavor. Uh, our labels are in the mail right now. And I'm going to do a strawberry kiwi. I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I, I, I like, I loved, and I still like the strawberry kiwi Arizona. Yeah. I never liked any of the other Arizonas. But that's a very good dollar well spent, right? <laughs> so I made my own. So guess what? It doesn't look like the other one. It's not even pink, right? It's, it's a whole nother color. Really? I'm letting the cat out the bag for certain people because I've done a little mystery challenge for certain. For my subscribers who've been getting, you know, get their packages weekly, I, I kind of dropped the bottle in one of those without a label on it just to see what they would think. And everybody loved it. Like, strawberry wow. kiwi. Nobody thought it was just strawberry. Um, they, they thought it was mango, mainly, which is the island pre, you know, representation, which is within the ballpark. So I'm super cool with that. Wow. And elderberry. Oh man, I knocked it out of the park. The mm. first go around. Tito, who you know, he actually said, and I quote, man, that, that smell ain't what you think. But the taste, I think that's my favorite right now. <laughs> you said the smell ain't what you think. <laughs> man, I ain't going to lie. That was my first time. It's just a gift at this point. Yeah. I have a wheatgrass flavor, right? And I've had somebody tell me at an event. They was like, oh, you made wheatgrass taste good. You got, you must have a gift. Right. You must have a gift to make wheatgrass. Cause I've had it. And even to make something that not tastes like sugar, you know, you know, with, with no sugar taste good, sweet. Yeah, That's no, a gift too. And I don't make it to taste good. And, I, and, and people, one person out of say, say a solid 2000 on the head have heard me give my marketing spiel or presentation. And out of that 2000, one person said, I wouldn't say that. And that was that I don't make it to taste good. Because I don't. I didn't get into this for anything that tastes good. I got into this to teach kids how to produce food. Right. Outside of what they can reach. That's the, that's the crazy part. Like this, I'm like, okay, if you like it, guess what? Me taking it back to my sales of, you know, non-legal things, I, I was just trying to weigh up what I already had done. I wasn't trying to make it no better or no worse than right. it was from the jump. I had already gotten the, the response from the, I guess they call it the customer discovery, if you will. Yeah. It was okay like that. So when I made the strawberry, oh my God. They were like, oh my God, this is my favorite. You know why? Because people want sweet. And strawberries are naturally sweet. Yep. So that's what gets you closer to what you feel like you want. Wow. It gives me red. Right? But then people pick up this wheatgrass. <laughs> and they're like, at the event, they do the little... Like the wheatgrass too. I'd be like, why the hell are we whispering? <laughs> it's like we in this space where it's almost like it's taboo to not like something that I mean it's That's grass. good for you. It's grass. <laughs> but lemonade, like dog, when I tell you people love lemonade, I didn't do two things yeah. research wise. I didn't look at the food and beverage sales and I didn't look at how many people love lemonade. Oh All yeah. Right. Lemonade. We, lemonade. we do. I'll give you that. But, but we've grown to realize we can't consume a lot of it. Too much sugar. For our body types. You see a black face producing it, you're thinking, oh yeah, that, that's going to be That sugar. got a whole lot and of sugar. I tell you, it ain't got no processed sugar and you taste it. 
or if you got like even a citrus type uh, 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 challenge not with this you know why because basil helps with things like acid reflux that's what that thing that's what that type of stuff stimulates so people will not only get this from us for that but it started out with sinus congestion digestion nausea cramping bloating uh, diverticulitis gastritis GERD rheumatoid arthritis gout acne dandruff diarrhea and teething babies lupus flat like, really <laughs> I mean inf- inflammation affects us all right it does way. especially as we get older correct that is correct. very much true so Ryan how does you know how do we get in contact with you like so if we want to get basil meat and we want you know, to try it. How do we get in contact with you? For sure. Uh, check me out. Basil me. Basil underscore me. I'm pretty pretty confident that uh, if you type in the word basil in Instagram, you, we're going to be the first thing you see, especially in the southeastern region. I'm going to say half of the map, 25 states up and down. Type in basil <laughs> if you don't see it. Um, type in underscore me for IG. Uh, got basil on Facebook. Um, like you see here, you may or may not see here, kind of now see here, got basil, um, Facebook, and then I, Twitter, we do a little, little Twitter. We're basilme, uh, underscore co, like company, basilme underscore co, and then check us out, gotbasil.com. Wow. Also see here again. Gotbasil.com. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, easy to see, easy to remember. Well, I just want to thank you so much for, being on my little podcast here, I really appreciate it. We go way back. Huge podcast. Look, 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 if y'all don't know, this, we go way back and I really appreciate this man taking the time out of his busy life. I've seen how far you have come and I know there's so much more out there for you. Greater things are definitely coming because I'm just like, when I first saw it, I was on it. And I've been trying to get to it. So I'm I'm just like, this basil meat is something that a lot of people need to know about. It needs to be out there. It needs to be in I mean, I need I need Pepsi to go ahead and give you that distribution deal because it's it's and and it's got it, I know it's gonna come full circle. So I just know just keep God first and you know that basil meat is gonna take you places the whole brand itself because it's just I mean, all the Italian people, all the other people, all these people, they didn't think about the basil. Any <laughs> people, I don't have a research segment done at Clark Atlanta, a whole entrepreneurial practice, a whole semester on basil me. Two young ladies, Jade and Keisha, like, they showed me numbers that I would have hated to have to do research on myself. Wow. It was literally, the school element of the whole, what it takes yeah. to get it done, brought back, but I didn't have to do the work, but my, my company was up there on the on the uh, projector, they would talk like literally the numbers that they did. They interviewed wow. 50 Indian people, fifty Indian restaurants, and one hundred and fifty Indian people. And I literally got the <laughs> it's sitting right here like a binder. This being wow. guess what? I have not even retraced those steps yet because I'm just now getting into a larger manufacturing space. Where once I open that book up, it's almost gonna be like one of those. Movies that opens up and all these lights. <laughs> and I'm going to just go through everyone and say, hey, you remember when you said you wouldn't mind? I mean, when I said, right. people, I, my people would, would buy this. 
high amount. My people would spend more than what you sell it for. Right. My people would definitely love this in multiple brand, multiple cases. High amount. Like it was just seventy percent or better. I mean, a lot of them were in the nineties, and then it showed the brown, the blue would be in the seventies, but that's still like super good. Right. right? So it's like it's basil is. It easily crosses international lines, which is why you see what you see here. Well, yes, it does. You know the world we live in, mm-hmm. right? So I, I have my top seven location sells this thing at seven bucks a bottle. Wow, this is eight ounces of fluid, of good fluid. It's it's oh, it's a uh, it's. I mean, if you could pay seven dollars, and I go in juicing. I buy juices. I buy Smoothie King. Same. What's the difference if it has the same nutrients and stuff inside of it? I, I'm actually not a big smoothie person, but I do go and do that for like certain meals and when I'm skipping meals. But I hate smoothies. But if I could get some of nutritious, for real, if I could get some of a right. nutritious value right. that give me the feel. And all the ingredients that I need, then I definitely will go for that more than I go for that thick ass smoothie. I ain't even gonna lie, cause that sometimes. And then you can't. You, you once the smoothie once it's after an hour, you can't re-drink it. You know, mess me. I don't pay seven dollars for that. So yeah, basil me. Look, basil me <laughs> for real. <laughs> Look, I already got it kind of locked in for you. It's going to be like a small commercial. going to say, basically, babies may be a lady. She's going to come <laughs> home, have her dude come home. He's going to have flowers. She's going to be like, oh, have her tree perfume. Oh, a, a great movie on Netflix. Oh. She's going to say, I don't know what's going to be the baby. And then something's going to slide in. It's going to slide on in. Uh, it's a local pickup station. You. Okay, for real. I mean, because, I mean, what's so different from you selling with the Pepsi and the Coca Cola? Basil meat is just as good and it could be oh, just on the same same platform. It's Trust coming. and believe is, I, I know it's coming. That's why I'm just it's so coming. proud of you. And it took a black man to get the basil to win. It took a black man. It took, it took, okay. it took a black man to recreate and redefine basil. what lemonade is. Yes, it did. Using basil. Yes, it did. people love the citrus taste, but they can't do it in traditional traditional lemonade. No, this is traditional lemonade. We just gotta make un- more people aware of this. This, this type of the natural. The traditional lemonade, for sure. Wow. Trust me, redefining what lemonade is to the world. Basil me. Basil me. Well, I just want to thank you so much again. I really appreciate you being on my show. This is your girl, Joy Leah. And Basil Me is backstage with at Joy Leah. Thank y'all for listening. Again, you can always reach me at at Joy Leah on IG. You can reach me at Joy-Leah on Facebook. And you can email me at at JoyLeahP at gmail.com. And let's not forget, you can always cash up your girl at Dollar sign Joy Leah P for any donations and love. <laughs> so again, <laughs> thank you so much, Ryan. This was a wonderful show talking about um, aquaponics and gardening and agriculture and just things that Black people just need to get more involved in. We will see y'all next week. 
and appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. Hey, everybody who listens to the show for the month of October, she probably will send this out a few times, or if you just tune into it and you hear it for the month of October, I would give you a certain code for ordering online to give you 10% off your order. Everybody that tunes into this, I will make sure to get you 10%, I repeat, off of your order. You just have to reach out to me, at least follow the gram, so you can reach me there, basil underscore me like I already gave you. And inbox me, and I'll give you that promo code so that you can get 10% off your order for the entire month of October. So y'all heard him. You let him know. Y'all listen to at Joy Leah's podcast backstage. I am him or email him, and he going to hook y'all up. So make sure y'all do that once you listen. And thank you again, Ryan, for being on my show. And you guys have a wonderful night. Yep, yep. Thanks. Find a way to make one. <laughs> Find a way to make one around here, and it seems like these CAU people are making a way. <laughs> Heavy. Heavy.